Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Chris Wagenti, a voice actress with voiceovers by Gypsy, and this is Who Gets It Naturally. Music was written and performed by V. Caritis. Welcome to Episode 2. Episode 1 was my intro, who I am and why I'm doing this podcast, and a little background into do-it-yourself households and health and beauty products. I tried to keep as much of that in Episode 1 as I could, so you know where to go back to if you need to re-listen. I do want to reiterate that I'm not selling anything, diagnosing anything, offering any cures, or replacing your doctor. If you're pregnant, please consult your doctor before trying anything new. Everyone is different, so you may need to tweak the recipes a bit to work for you. Always start with the least amount of essential oils. You can always add, you can't take away. Remember, these remedies don't last forever. You will need to reapply as needed. Going forward, the format for the episodes will be, I'll give you a recipe to try, why I use the ingredients, and tips on how to tweak the recipe. Before I get into today's recipe, I want to talk a little more about the individual products. First is bottles. I've already gone over glass versus plastic and color in episode one. Now let's discuss shape. I like Boston rounds. They come in all sizes and are usually the ones that come in different colors. I'd also like to note that I have found all sizes of Boston rounds in amber and most sizes in other colors like green and the cobalt blue. Other shapes, such as French square, mostly only come in clear. It's really just preference, but do remember that the colors do protect from UV. And there's many places to purchase them. I buy my cobalt roller bottles with a stainless steel ball from Amazon and my amber Boston rounds and jars from Berlin Bottles. There's a plethora of bottle distributors, Uline, Bottle Store. If you search bottle, you'll get a slew of websites. It all comes down to the personal preference, size, color, and how many bottles you want to buy. You need to pay attention to caps. Some sell separate from the bottles and give you a selection to choose from. Mister, sprayer, pump, dropper. Remember, different bottles, even though the same volume, have different neck sizes, which means you need to pay attention to the tops you get to go with them if sold separately. Some companies will only sell in bulk. This may be an option if you plan on making several bottles of one recipe or several recipes. Usually, the minimum is a case, which, depending on the size of the bottle, is a quantity of 24, 12, or sometimes for bigger bottles, 6. As I mentioned in Episode 1, I use doTERRA essential oils, but there are lots of other good brands. Young Living, Rocky Mountain essential oils, plant therapy. You need to find the brands you're comfortable with. Things to remember when researching an essential oils company are the quality of the product, quality controls the company follows, purity and quality assurance, ethical and sustainable practices. Now, an ethical company will post all of this information on their website and or make it readily available for anyone to see. Essential oils come from plants. Some plants are only found in specific locations. Does the company get their supply ethically? Or do they create an oil that matches the real thing? And of course, their selection, availability, and cost to a point. Do they have a wide variety of oils or does their selection seem limited? Are the oils available for immediate delivery or are they out of stock? Does the company charge shipping or is shipping free with an order over a certain dollar amount? These are all things to consider when choosing which company to deal with, but I do suggest to find one that you like and stick with it. They may even have loyalty rewards. Most importantly, especially if you want to be able to take them internally, 
they need to be therapeutic grade. Now, not all essential oils can be taken internally. doTERRA does code their oils to alert you to how they can be used internally, directly on skin, etc. One example is peppermint. Peppermint helps digestion, among a lot of other things, and if it's therapeutic grade, can be taken internally. Boil some hot water, put some in a cup, and put a couple of drops in the cup. Now you've got peppermint tea. So what is therapeutic grade? Simply, it means that the oil is pure, not watered down or mixed with alcohol or other ingredients or chemicals that would make it toxic if taken internally. Why would some companies do this? To increase their production, to lower their costs, and to increase profit. Bottom line, don't use cost as a major consideration. Usually, the cheaper the oil, the less pure it is. I'm not saying the most expensive is the best either. Do your homework. Now, let's dive into the recipe. This is something that I called Turn 2. It's an anti-itch spray and a great hand sanitizer. I use a 4-ounce amber Boston Round bottle with a misting sprayer. Once you have your bottle, start with putting about half a teaspoon of vodka in the bottle. Now, I would suggest to invest in a good set of funnels, different sizes to fit the different bottleneck sizes. Kitchen-grade steel is a personal preference. Add 10 drops of oregano essential oil, 10 drops of frankincense essential oil, and 20 drops of peppermint essential oil. Roll or slightly shake the bottle just a little bit to mix it up. Then add about 3.5 ounces or so of witch hazel. Basically, you're just completing the 4 ounces with the witch hazel. You can divide the recipe in half or quarters to make 2 ounce or 1 ounce bottles if you don't use it often or to make it easier to carry with you. If you use it all the time and go through it quickly, you can multiply it by 2 or 4 to make 8 ounce or 16 ounce bottles. Remember, these recipes work for me. My skin is very sensitive, and I don't think I mentioned this in episode 1, but I also have slight eczema. Now, that doesn't mean what works for me will work for you, but it is a place to start, especially if you're new to essential oils. If you aren't sure and have lots of issues like I do, you can cut back on the essential oils evenly. For instance, maybe use half the number of drops of each oil. If you do find that what you've made is too strong, you don't need to get rid of the whole bottle. If you started with 4 ounces and you find it too strong, you can pour the 4 ounces into an 8 ounce bottle and add more witch hazel. Or you can pour some from the 4 ounce bottle into a 2 ounce bottle, maybe fill it halfway, you know, basically putting 1 ounce in the 2 ounce bottle, and then fill it back up with witch hazel. Or if you only have 4 ounce bottles, pour half or a third into another bottle and then fill it back up with the witch hazel. Just keep track of what you started with and how you diluted it so you don't have to repeat the process. Now, let's go over the ingredients. The vodka can be cheap. I use Smirnoff. I would never use something like Absolute or Belvedere for this. It's only used as a binder. Oil doesn't blend with water, vinegar, witch hazel, rubbing alcohol, etc., so you need something that mixes with both to bind them all together. Vodka has no taste or odor and blends with oil and vinegar, witch hazel, etc., and has no chemicals in it, so it makes a great binder. That's its only function, and you only need a little bit. The less essential oils you use, the less vodka you need. Oregano essential oil rivals antibiotics. Some of its properties are antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, and anti-inflammatory. Oregano is in the mint family, so it helps with digestion issues. It's also one that you can cook with and it can be taken internally if it's therapeutic grade. 
I'll cover more on that in future episodes when I dive into the essential oils on their own. It can be a skin irritant, so you'll want to dilute it with a carrier oil if you use it topically. I've got more skin uses to share with oregano in future episodes, too. Frankincense is the king of essential oils. It's an antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, antiseptic, astringent, sedative, expectorant, digestive, the list goes on, and it can be taken internally if it's therapeutic grade. And I'm stressing this for two reasons. One, not all essential oils can be taken internally. And two, even if it is something you can put in your mouth, the oil needs to be therapeutic grade, which means it's pure enough to take internally, not thinned out with other ingredients and or chemicals or other harmful ingredients. Peppermint essential oil overlaps with both oregano and frankincense. Some of its properties are analgesic, antiseptic, antispasmodic, antiviral, digestive, expectorant, astringent, and it can also be taken internally if it's therapeutic grade. It can also be a skin irritant, so if you use it topically, it needs to be diluted with a carrier oil or other ingredients such as the witch hazel. Witch hazel is an astringent, anti-inflammatory, antiviral, antiseptic. It soothes dry, itchy skin. I use witch hazel straight up when I burn myself, which is more than I'd like to admit. It takes away the sting, keeps it from blistering, and helps it heal quickly without scarring. Witch hazel is also used to combat wrinkles. More on that in the witch hazel episode. It's a great go-to ingredient when you're specifically working with skin issues. The combination of these ingredients relieve minor skin irritations almost instantly. Lots of different oils are antibacterial, antiviral, soothe skin, etc. Why did I choose these? Well, to start, the witch hazel was a no-brainer. It's an astringent, anti-inflammatory. I already use it on my skin a lot, so I know I'm not allergic to it. It's soothing, and it really does work. Frankincense is a no-brainer when it comes to anti-anything. And I'm weird. I actually like the scent and the taste. Peppermint is just awesome. It's calming and yet gives you energy. I know. Sounds like an oxymoron, but think about it. Calming is really just a nice way of saying anti-anxiety. And you can be calm and have energy at the same time. Having energy doesn't mean being hyperactive. And lots of creepy crawlies don't like the scent. A major plus always. Oregano. This was one of those times where I was like, eh, why not? It's got the properties I was looking for. I like the scent. And it was something new to use it in. I had a full 15 milliliter bottle of oregano and was only using a very little bit when cooking. I was pleasantly surprised. I instantly noticed the soothing effect on my skin. It relieved the dryness without feeling oily. Every time I had an itch, I sprayed some on it to see if it worked and how long it took. The results were always the same. Yes, it worked, and almost immediately. I tested it on mosquito bites, dry itch, sunburn, any minor irritation. When I first started making my own stuff, my family and friends jokingly, lovingly, called me a witch doctor and said that I was practicing voodoo. I didn't help with that. Whenever I formulated a new product to try or just refilled some of my own bottles, I would tell them that I was going to play mad scientist, don't bother me. They sometimes take a bit of nudging to try anything I make. My sister had a mosquito bite that was driving her crazy. She finally gave in and tried some. She was surprised that it actually worked. My sister-in-law got sunburned on her face playing tennis. Her skin started to dry out and itch. She was being very polite when she let me spray some on her face. Almost instantly, the itching stopped. She was amazed, legitimately shocked. My boss got head-to-toe poison oak working in his parents' backyard. I gave him a bottle. 
He was a bit apprehensive and skeptical, like most, but he did try it. He was stunned at how well and how quickly it worked. He bought the bottle to his doctor's appointment. His doctor was impressed, told him all the ingredients were good for the skin and that it would help. Imagine that. Due to the antiviral and antibiotic properties, it's also a great hand sanitizer. Instead of drying out your skin like the alcohol-based sanitizers, it actually soothes the skin and helps heal any dryness. Honestly, I haven't dug deep into the ingredients of hand sanitizers, so I'm not really sure of all the ingredients and what caused the reaction, but the first time I used hand sanitizer, my hands itched instantly. Needless to say, I stopped using it. I am a road trip queen. I've driven across the country many times. I always keep a bottle of Turn 2 in my car. I use it after every stop, bathroom break, food, gas. I spray it on my hands, steering wheel, gear shift, even on the door. Since the pandemic, I now carry a two-ounce bottle in my purse. I use it on carriage handles at the stores, at restaurants, or wherever I use a public restroom, and anytime I feel like I need to sanitize my hands for any reason. Let's switch gears. If you have kids, you may want to use less oils for them. For instance, instead of 10 drops of oregano and frankincense and 20 drops of peppermint, use 5 drops of oregano and frankincense and 10 drops of peppermint. If you have really little ones, you may want to drop a little more to maybe two drops each of oregano and frankincense and five drops of peppermint. Do your research. Ask your pediatrician. There are conflicting reports on whether or not certain oils are harmful to children. And as always, if you're allergic to any of these ingredients or really don't like the smell of them together, honestly, the oregano is the major scent that comes through with just a hint of peppermint sneaking in. You can substitute other oils with the same properties. For instance, thyme, eucalyptus, tea tree, and clove all have antiviral properties and other properties that overlap with the oregano, peppermint, and frankincense in other areas and would be good to switch out one for the others. Lemon, cinnamon, and lavender also have antiviral properties but don't lend themselves to other aspects of the formula. Cinnamon can be irritating to the skin even in small amounts. Lemon is phototoxic. You shouldn't expose any skin to the sun once you've applied lemon essential oil or any citrus oil to it. And citrus oils tend to sting a little bit more on sensitive skin. Lavender is more calming than antiviral and can make you more relaxed, sleepy than you may want to be. Don't be afraid to test different combinations. Use one ounce bottles to test and always write down the combinations so you know what works and what doesn't. Trust me, you won't remember how many drops of what you used. Well, that's it for this episode. If you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to email me at vobygypsy at usa.com. That's V as in voice, O as in over, B as in bravo, Y as in yes, J as in jeep, Y as in yes, P as in Peter, S as in Sam, E as in echo, E as in echo, at usa.com. You can follow me on Twitter at VO by Gypsy or on Instagram VO by Gypsy or look me up on LinkedIn. Search either Chris Wagenti, Who Gets It Naturally or Voiceovers by Gypsy. Thanks for listening. Join me next time when I talk about quitting smoking. <music>